hello and welcome to the Ending Body Burnout Show, where your hosts, Chris and Philly, co-founders of multi-award winning functional medicine practice, serving busy people with energy, mood and gut issues. While busyness, overworking, addictive doing and perfectionism might be the norm, it's not normal and it's a major contributor to health issues. Our goal with this show is to give you a holistic root, root cause approach to healing your body so that you don't have to continue doctor or diet hopping or popping a gazillion supplements hoping something might stick. So get ready to heal your body, get your spark back, deeply connect with yourself and step into the life of your your dreams. Let's dive in. G'day guys and welcome to this episode of our podcast. Before we get into this episode, we wanted to do an announcement that doors are open for our ending body burnout method. We only open the doors a few times a year and there are limited spaces. So if you're keen to finally get to the root of your body burnout and heal your whole self for lasting results, apply to secure a spot in our Ending Body Burnout method. Doors are now open until the 29th of August. So get in on our hugely discounted beta prices this will be the last time the last time we offer it at this ridiculously steal of a price Mm, prices are almost going to double next time and as part of our doors being open we're running a free three-day live beating body burnout and perfectionism event kicking off on the 22nd of august in today's episode we're diving into a big problem huge problem in the healthcare industry the reductionist model and how it's failing busy people with body burnout again and again and again. So just as a pre-frame, this is not a dig at medical doctors or any practitioners or modalities. Talking about medical system, like it literally saves lives and it's definitely has a place in our world. But I'm seeing we're seeing everyone's seeing that it's failing a lot of people and a lot of people will hit a roadblock and still not be entirely well if just going down the medical system so this episode we want to give you a different perspective and show you the alternative so you don't feel like you're stuck with body burnout just managing symptoms we're also going to talk about natural therapy as well and how a lot of modalities end up being a reductionist model as well all righty so Let's like, what even is a reductionist medicine model and how does it show up in allopathic medicine? So the term reduction, reductionism is a theory that everything can be explained by reducing a complex idea or issue like health issues. If you're stuck in body burnout, I'm sure it feels very complex to you. So, so turning something complex into simple components and parts. So in allopathic medicine, this reductionist model has been implemented as a way to break down the body or a collection of symptoms or diseases into parts and use medication or surgery or even mental health therapy to alleviate symptoms in those parts. Can, can I just uh, interject for a second? Yeah. What's allopathic medicine for, for our listeners? Yeah, so that's kind of just your standard medicine. Um, so you go to the GP, you go to the gastroenterologist, you go to the even like psychologist, allied health. Yep. Cool. And so, so like there is, if you, 
it is. It kind of makes sense. Well, how if we can break something complex down into smaller parts, then that could be helpful. So it's not a bad thing necessarily, but it fails to acknowledge that the body is an interconnected system of many parts all influencing each other. And that's where sometimes people can get stuck with allopathic medicine. I, I, I like the... Uh the saying we're more than just the sum of our parts um you know like you, you go to a foot specialist or a knee specialist or a, or a brain neurologist something something like that and and a lot of times we get caught in the the belief system that that we are just these lumps and pieces stuck together that specialists know how to fix that one little part which is you know those those, those practitioners those uh doctors keep us alive but maybe not living or thriving yeah Thrive, so yeah. so chris mentioned so what that actually looks like in terms of reductionism is you have a gp which is kind of like the gateway the gateway to all the other body part specialists <laughs> then you have the gastroenterologist if you're having gut symptoms the endocrinologist if you're having hormonal issues the cardiologist if you have heart problems the gynecologist if you have reproductive issues and there's a bunch of other specialists as well so again great their expertise and specialists in that area so they know a lot about that body part or that body system but it can fail to look at how the body interacts with each other or body parts interact with each other and also the different bodies, uh, different parts of ourselves interact with the body systems too. So I, 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 yeah. I, I think about Frankenstein's monster, <laughs> uh, just this, this monstrosity of lumped together bits and pieces and we're not like that. And maybe arguably that's what that... Frankenstein's monster was meant to convey to us as as readers and uh, I, I think we're more than that we're more than just these bits and pieces smooshed together mm. we're not <laughs> we're not Frankenstein monsters mm. so we'll go into more detail about the alternative to the reductionist model in a sec but right now I just wanted to give you some concrete examples of how the reductionist model shows up in medicine and why it is failing a lot of people with body burnout especially people uh, busy perfectionists overdoing high achievers and yeah, we'll talk about the alternative in a secchi. Before I do though, I just want to say, Chris can um, agree with me that I'm a very detailed person. So I actually love breaking things down into similar, like into smaller parts and looking and breaking apart the structure of how things work or the personality tests, hey, that we've done, it's always like, oh yeah, you're someone who who loves details and processes and systems and you're really good at that. <laughs> so it's actually why we built the ending body burnout method so we can get reliable and effective results. We're not winging it with every new client, although everyone gets individualized support, but we've broken it down into the, the minutest parts of why people's bodies burn out in the first place. So don't get me wrong. I love this idea of breaking complex, complex things into smaller parts. But in allopathic medicine, 
this breaking down into parts becomes a huge issue as patients are sent off to different specialists and each doctor only sees them for the part that is showing up with symptoms and they often only see them for about 10 minutes only getting a small piece of the patient's history not seeing how the symptoms or part of the body may be connected to other parts of the whole self or even why especially why symptoms have even presented in the first place so we've had so many clients and people come to us feeling like they were just seen as a symptom or a disease and not a person they shifted from one doctor to the next almost like cattle (laughs) it's like a sausage factory sometimes the medical system isn't it i know i've been to a few few medical centers that are fantastic really really treated me as a person and um you knew knew my name and and cared at least it, it felt that way and then i've been through some sausage factory kind of medical centers where it including is, natural ones hey <laughs> totally yes uh some uh industries that that you know adopt the natural approach still treated me like a, a sausage going through a series of machines squeezing me pushing me getting me out and and having this this outcome that was already they already wanted before they even knew my problems um that didn't feel like they they wanted to to help me or care and i don't know what their intentions were or, or even if they did care but it didn't feel like it and i know there's a lot of our clients who go to the gp and they're sick and they're tired and they're burned out and they've got symptoms, but their blood tests come back normal. So the GP says, hey, you know what? You're actually good to go. Uh, you're, you're healthy. It must be all in your head. What, what kind of message does that send? And for, for our poor burned out <laughs> clients who've hit a wall, uh, the GP just kind of like throat slams them into another <laughs> wall. Yeah, well, let's let's get a little bit more specific around that. So giving you some examples. So three big symptoms we see in busy people with body burnout are energy, mood and gut issues. So maybe we'll just give some examples of, of three of those. And the common pattern that shows up when, uh, when patients are going through a reductionist model. So fatigue, especially like let's talk about something like chronic fatigue. A patient presents to the GP with chronic fatigue and brain fog, blah, 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 brain frog. And likely the GP will run some blood tests. Common ones for fatigue and energy issues would be thyroid, then maybe looking at iron, B12, vitamin D. If anything is abnormal, they'll either prescribe a medication. So say if you have thyroid issues, you'll be given thyroxine or you'll be told to maybe just take a supplement or get more sun or eat more foods, which is great, like natural. <laughs> so that might be more iron or eat more meat or go out in the sun more. So great if it helps. Like if that solves your energy, awesome. Like awesome. Wow. A 10 minute trip to the GP or your symptoms disappear. So good. So, you know, actually I always ask um, when clients start working with us is well have you seen the GP first because I would expect that I would want someone to go to the GP first because sometimes it can be solved as a simple issue Um, and also we want to make sure it's nothing sinister like cancer or a tumor or something brewing beneath but 
even if you were slapped an iron supplement or an iron infusion, a thyroxine, and some people want to do that naturally, this system fails to ask why. So that often leads to relapses because you can't out-sup or out-med the root cause. So deeper root causes from a body systems level could be poor gut health. You know, you not, might not be presenting with gut symptoms, but it can definitely affect fatigue if you've got, say, a candida overgrowth. Maybe your mitochondria, little organelles that produce um, ATP energy have become uh, retracted. Or maybe there's mold toxicity. Maybe your body's just not clearing mold from your system. And so you could take all the iron supplements. You could have all the B12 infusions. You could take the medication, but highly likely you're going to be either managing the symptoms for the rest of your life or they're not going to work for very long. So if nothing shows up, well, and then on the other hand, if nothing shows up on your regular blood testing, if seeing a GP, then you might be referred to a rheumatologist as chronic fatigue often gets lumped under an autoimmune condition or you may have an autoimmune component already there. So Go to the RA specialist. They'll run some more tests, see if there's antibodies or inflammation levels. If it's all negative, you're just told to deal with it or refer to a psych because, you know, it must just all be in your head. And so, yeah, what happens is people are either like just fed this narrative that you just have to learn to live with it because in our toolbox, we don't know how to solve this issue. So just stop working or stop exercising or whatever it is. Some sometimes this this kind of language might come across as insulting if you're insecure as a as a practitioner, a general practitioner, and and I don't actually, uh, and Philly and I don't mean it to be an insult. It's just a call to do better, and it's a call to be different, and and that's what we do. Uh, so you might not want to do it different. Uh, and that's totally fine. You might have a method and a reason, and that's totally okay. Uh, but this is what we do. And and if you think that that uh, your your way of doing things serves a purpose, which I think it actually does, mm. uh, then hearing what we're saying, just use that as an opportunity for you to to refer to to somebody else. Not thinking that uh, that you know, sending people out with this. Now you're all fine. Get uh, see you later. Uh, we, we we're trying to show a different approach to yeah. this, and we do actually have some wonderful GPs yeah, who do refer really because they understand that oh, this is their toolbox. We've hit a roadblock. Well, let's look at it in an alternative way. Go holistic for sure. So then, what about anxiety? Anxiety is a common symptom that occurs when your body systems are burnt out and you're doing all the things and you're overwhelmed and you're perfectionist and people-pleasing and blah! <laughs> so really common symptom to go to the GP about. Um, so let's say someone goes with severe or even like moderate or mild anxiety. The GP will see this generally as a mental issue and so often you get prescribed as an antidepressant. Um, so again, great if this helps, but it fails to ask why. And sometimes the meds cause more side effects or sometimes you even out-med the effectiveness of the med if a deeper root cause isn't being addressed. So then we would ask, so let, let's look at it in more of a 
um, a holistic approach, why might someone have anxiety? Well, from a body system's point of view, there could be adrenal fatigue, there could be depleted neurotransmitters, um, which is crazy that doctors or psychiatrists don't test for that anyway. There might be gut imbalances, there might be heavy metals, there might be poor food choices or a lot of alcohol or caffeine consumption or poor sleep hygiene or, so, you know, they're deeper root causes. Uh, on the other hand, patients, if they are not just, uh, prescribed or even if they are prescribed medication, they're often referred to a psychologist or psychiatrist. And sometimes therapy is enough to solve the issue, which is great, but sometimes people feel no change or some change but still are plagued with anxiousness or other stress-related health issues like physical things may also need to be addressed. So that's why we take both a physical and a metaphysical approach in our ending body burnout method because we're not just physical. We're also not just psychological or metaphysical. We're like, we're everything. And so if you've got symptoms showing up in your body and in your mind, then it would make sense that we address both physical and metaphysical in a root cause approach. I, I like to to put it this way. You can't have a symptom. You can't have uh, anxiety. You can't have a, um, and we'll talk about gut issues in a second. You can't have any sort of symptom unless there's an underlying body system dysfunction going on. And so that's our first step is we, we look at that. But but then the, the second level of inquiry digging that that little bit deeper that i think a lot of practitioners don't do yet uh is to to look at why why you have those symptoms and that's what philly and i are talking about it's like this root root cause and with anxiety as well so a lot of most psychologists do a lot of talk therapy which again if it works awesome but there's a lot of people where that doesn't work for because your mind is only 5% conscious. That's talk therapy will address that. But 95% of us is the unconscious. And so in our Ending Body Burnout method, we, we do a lot of unconscious <laughs> reprogramming, including addressing trauma and very deep-seated unconscious beliefs that are causing a lot of dysfunction. So things like, I'm not good enough. My body's never going to be able to heal. Um, I can never be loved. Uh, you know, there's lots of iterations of those deeper dysfunctional unconscious beliefs. And a lot of the times, psychologists don't really address that at an unconscious level, if at all. They, it's it's a masking, it's a managing, it's a band-aid, mask, medicate, manage, you know, suppress, push it down, escape. It's all it's in the same sort of category, isn't it? Mm. And uh, I know some people have a resistance to go back into the past. Uh, I love the oh man, I, I can't remember who said, one of the founders of NLP, I'm pretty sure it was, said, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. And and I, I love that saying as a simple, simplistic, <laughs> but cool way of saying, you know, some, some of our, our biggest health issues and symptoms have their root in 
how we grew up and how and the stories that we tell ourselves about that that environment those experiences and events and if there's been trauma or hard experiences that you perceive are hard um, that's going to be stories leading to insecurities which manifest as health issues and and if you try and squash that down and ignore it and s- suppress it with medication and and that sort of stuff and even talking about it but never really going back to the root um, well you you're, it's no surprise why these symptoms keep hanging around or, or rear their head up um, every now and then. Mm. And every we also say every physical symptom has a story underneath as well or mm. a belief underneath. So we haven't yet had a client where there has not been a deep unconscious uh, dysfunctional belief part of the picture and it it's actually always the deepest root cause so we have to mm. go there <laughs> i i also think um you you might be listening to this and be like ah oh, that doesn't sound like me well maybe instead of think we've had so many we've had hundreds of people go through this this process and instead of thinking that you're the outlier and and the the one who this doesn't apply to maybe it's probably more realistic the odds are in your favor if you just think, no, I, okay, I just need to do a little bit of digging. I'll find this. I, I promise you, you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's really hard to do it on your own too. So yeah. if you're just like, yeah, I don't even know where to start. There's always blind Doors spots. open to ending body burnout method. You can yeah. join before the 29th of August. Okay, gut issues. So let's talk about that last symptom. Um, So a patient presents to the GP with alternating bowel motions, bloating, pain, maybe even like reflux. You've got all the gut issues happening. The GP usually runs some bloods to look at things like your pancreas or they might do a basic stool test that looks at eight main parasites and bacterial pathogens. Or you'll be referred for a scan to look at your organs. So if a parasite is found, generally antibiotics or antiparasitic medication are prescribed. But again, if this works, awesome. But it fails to look at why the infection is there in the first place, which makes you more susceptible to picking up infections again, plus the antibiotics destroy the good bacteria. So... Cool, but we need to look at why in order for you to end your body burnout. If scans show up, things like gallstones, surgery is usually the go, which can. Now, we've had people, clients as well as family members who have felt amazing after getting their gallbladder removed. But there's also a bunch of people too where there are just major complications later on and more gut issues once the gallbladder is removed. Plus, you know, we have all our organs for a reason. And the surgery also doesn't ask why. So usually it comes back to liver detox issues that actually produce bile. Well, cool, if you get your gallbladder ripped out, that's not addressing the detox issues, which are going to have different symptoms showing up in your body at some point if they're not already. And then some natural practitioners might stop at that. They might say, okay, so all we need to do is uh, let's just shoot these these bad things in the <laughs> in the butt and um, and get that liver working properly. So here's this supplement, here's this thing, here's this detox. Oh, yeah. cool. I'm jumping the gun. You're jumping ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to finish off with like with the gut side of things too from the allopathic medicine. So 
if the GP hits a roadblock, they've done the bloods, they've done a stool test, they've done a scan, it's like, oh, nothing's showing up. They'll generally refer you to a gastroenterologist and you'll get scopes up the butt and down the throat to test for tumours, polyps, obstructions, irritable bowel disease, ulcers. Again, so important, like so important to know what's going on in that respect because some of these things can be life-threatening. So if I have someone present with me with severe gut issues, including blood in the stool, big warning signal, I will always say you also need to go get a colonoscopy and see the gastroenterologist. So they definitely have a place. But again, treatment is usually surgery or meds if anything shows up in this area and it doesn't address the root cause. Or if nothing shows up on a scope, you're diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome, IBS, and told generally to maybe see a dietitian, go on a low FODMAP diet for the rest of your life to manage symptoms. Um, No, thank you. I love potato and sweet potato and garlic and onions and apples and watermelon. That is not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and and the worst part is sometimes sometimes patients are just gaslighted when nothing shows up on tests. It's all in your head or just stop stressing or take this antidepressant or go see a therapist. It's not super helpful because it's not asking why. And if this is your story if this has happened to you quite a lot and you're just like getting sent from one doctor or practitioner to another then it actually becomes trauma like it's trauma for chronic body burnout sufferers because then you start thinking holy crap have I made all this up maybe there actually is nothing physically wrong with me maybe it may oh and then you start second guessing your own nature and your own signals and it's really like your self-esteem destroying <laughs> plus just human human um what's the word equality like human rights your basic human rights is that you should be your your physical symptoms should be addressed as they are okay so now chris jumped the gun a little bit but let's talk about natural medicine as well now, natural medicine, we love it. Obviously, this is what we practice and there definitely are people or practitioners or modalities that practice more of a holistic approach and a root cause approach. But what I see now after being in the industry for a long time is that there are a bunch of natural practitioners that practice a reductionist model. And again, if you are listening and you are a practitioner, this is no dig at you. It's more just like, hey, Let's look at things a little bit differently. And also if you're someone who's trying to find a deep root cause approach and you're just getting stuck, then these are some things to look out for. Um, okay, so my experience, uh, so go back to when I graduated clinical nutrition. So that was my first accreditation before I got into functional medicine. Um, I thought... I had found it all. I'm like, food is medicine. I'm going to heal myself and I'm going to heal the world with food and nutritional supplements and let's change lifestyle as well. But primarily the way that I initially practiced 
was just at the physical level. It was kind of like, oh, let's look at your food diary. Oh, yeah, you're eating like a bunch of crap. Or, oh, maybe you need to take out, I don't know, tomatoes and maybe do a low histamine diet. And, oh, yeah, oh, you've got some um, nutritional deficiencies. Well, let's take some supplements for that. And and supplement prescription was usually just based on symptoms as, as well. So that was almost like I found that I was just throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what stuck for people. <laughs> So then I started practicing functional medicine and then I'm like, yes, 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 yes. This time I have nailed it for myself and for my people. True holistic root cause medicine. Yes. And while it was better, like it was one step better than just looking at a bunch of symptoms and changing diet and throwing some supplements at people. It was one step better because yes, now we were able to use lab testing beyond what medical specialists test for. So now we could see on data all these other body systems that are so important to the functioning of our body and our health and how they're all connected. So moving from that reductionist model to that more holistic model of not looking at one symptom and saying, oh, that's a gut issue. It's like, hang on, what else is going on with the body systems? So, I mean, I love functional medicine. That is the name of our business. But what I found, well, also too, so not only were the lab tests really awesome, but also it was like it is functional medicine is considered root cause medicine because then it looks at the interaction with what you're eating, how you're living your life, stress, the environment. But something was missing. Something was missing for myself when I was really trying to heal my body and end my body burnout for good and not just manage symptoms and had things flare up again and again. Um, but I also found for clients as well that th- that while they felt good while they were doing the things, taking the supplements, eating the diets, stuff came back. And so it really stopped I realized that functional medicine, the way that I was practicing it and the way that most functional medicine practitioners practice it, really stops at just addressing the physical body as an interconnected system and also behavior change. So functional medicine, physical body, behavior change with a sprinkling of mindset. (laughs) But deepest root cause and a holistic approach where healing becomes transformative is when you can delve right into the unconscious mind which controls everything so now we're moving beyond just treating the physical body because we're not just a physical body we're also a mental emotional body we're a energetic body we're a spiritual body and we are hugely an unconscious body So body burnout, ending body burnout cannot, you cannot, and I say this very like assertively now, you cannot end your body burnout if you are just treating the physical body. So the unconscious mind looks at beliefs, it looks at your patterns that Chris was talking about that were programmed even right at the moment of conception. Um, It looks at the brain, the nervous system, and then how the nervous system, brain, and unconscious state interact and control the body systems and also how it controls our behavior and our thought patterns. I think another Western ideology, uh, I've been watching 
Yellowstone. I don't know if you guys watch Yellowstone. And uh, there's a bit of conflict between the ranchers, the Indian reservations, corporations. And an overarching theme is, well, progress Progress isn't, th- this is, seems like a segue, but progress for the sake of progress isn't um, all it's cracked up to be. And I think the, a beautiful theme of, of Yellowstone is that uh, they say live with the land, not on it. And I think a lot of times um, we forget that not only are we physical, not only are we spiritual, not only are we emotional beings, but we also live in this world and not just on it we live in it it's an ecosystem it's a it's a we're an interconnected bunch of energies and and peoples with lots of this might sound a bit woo woo but but really um what am i trying to say like holistic holistic functional medicine is more than just you as well sometimes it involves Others and so getting to the root cause sometimes involves experience with others, and as you've gone through life, other people feature in that, places feature in that, and they anchor in your soul, they anchor into your unconscious, and that can be a metaphysical cause of your health symptoms. So, um Anyway, I just wanted to mention that that your environment mm. and your world, our world, your world, my world, um, and how you perceive it can be metaphysical um, cause for your health symptoms mm. as well. I just finished reading Bruce Lipton's book, Biology of Belief, and in there he talks about cells. So he discovered all this new stuff about the cells in our body, which is incredible. But basically, the cells only have two switches. One switch is survival. The other switch is thrive. So you are either, your cells are only, can only ever be in thriving or survival. And what determines the switches? Well, it's the environment. It's like your your external environment, the people that you're associating with, but it's also the thoughts that you have as well and the things that you're putting into your mind basically what Chris just said in terms of perception. Okay, so wrapping it all up. So we're physical, mental, emotional, energetic, spiritual beings. When we are out of alignment with our whole self, so when we're only like we're fanging the physical healing, it's just like, come on, why does this gut stuff still come up? Oh, I was doing so well with my anxiety. Now it's just like all over the show. Oh, my skin was so good. Now I've come up in eczema again. So if we're only fanging <laughs> the physical healing, which we love doing, by the way, fanging it, the physical healing. but when Fanging ooh, it. <laughs> but that means that all the other parts of ourselves never get addressed so our whole self is out of alignment we're disconnected from our unconscious state because we're only seeing the physical symptoms as that not messages from the unconscious state and and this like it's often the case too people stuck in busyness overdoing perfectionism people pleasing patterns health issues and body burnout will arise at some point and the deepest root cause is always why the patterns are there in the first place So, in order to end your body burnout, there is no other way but to address and align 
all layers of your whole self, the physical and the metaphysical, so that you can have long-term results in your health and be able to show up happy and literally fulfilled in your life. The beautiful thing about our approach is it doesn't just heal your body. People are saying, and we get our clients to fill in a feedback form when they finish our ending body burnout method, but finances are changing, relationships are changing, habits are changing with flow, not force. It's just like, like your whole world transforms. It's beautiful. So if you want a true holistic approach, um, like even if you don't want to work with us, that's fine. But if you're really wanting a true holistic approach, when you're searching for a functional medicine practitioner and naturopath or a clinical nutritionist, ask if they address all levels of the body and how they do it. Because often you'll find natural practitioners are aware, like they're deeply aware of these deeper root causes and levels of healing, but they don't have it in their toolkit, ways to support you with this deeper holistic healing. So usually it's advice of, and I was, this is what I used to do, just you need to reduce your stress. Just stop saying yes to so many things. Go on more holidays. You hate your work? Change it. Do more self-care like meditation or breath work. That's generally how root causes are addressed by just giving you advice and this is just behavior management advice which doesn't really work all that well at all if 95 percent of you is being controlled by the unconscious mind so over the course of our 25 i think it's maybe coming on to 30 plus combined (laughs) years now we've created this process this holistic ending body burnout method that like i just love so much i'm sure you do too chris Mm. but i just It is my joy, my passion, my purpose to work with our clients in the Ending Body Burnout Method who are wholeheartedly wanting that deep root cause approach and resolving their health issues for good and getting amazing results by the end of it. Amen. All right. So as we wrap this episode up, I just want to mention again to not forget our three-day live beating body burnout and perfectionism event it's uh it's not too late to register and if you're keen to start the ending body burnout method doors are now open discounted prices apply now we'll pop the links in the show notes right down there so thank you so much for listening to us. If you've got any questions or you'd like to add to the conversation, follow us on Facebook or leave a comment down below wherever you're watching this. Take care. Have the best day ever. Thank you so much for listening. We so appreciate you. If you'd like to give us extra smiles, drop us a review and spread the love by sharing this episode. You can also rate your own state of burnout and the root cause contributors by taking our Ending Body Burnout Assessment on our website. And if you're interested in learning about our group or one-on-one Ending Body Burnout programs, shoot us a DM via Instagram or Facebook. Have Have the the best best day day ever. ever. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha.